Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Disorder Podcast. My name is Jamie. I'm super excited you guys are here. Today's episode is exciting because it's a little bit different than what I normally do. So, typically when I make these episodes, I really think through the topics. I have almost verbatim what I want to say throughout the episodes written down just so I can kind of go off of everything. But I think kind of in the spirit of today's topic, I really just wanted to kind of let the words flow and not really write anything down of what I want to say. I have, um, you know, I I still did a little bit of research, obviously, um, on the topic I'm talking about. So I'll be referring to that. But as far as my thoughts, I'm just going to kind of let them come as they come and, you know, go from there. Because today we are talking about control and kind of letting go of control and why that is just so good for you in the first step to really just living a free and peaceful life. And this was something that I am still constantly learning and have been learning for the past few years. It's something I've really struggled with. I have very bad OCD if you don't know me personally. I have struggled with it for my entire life. It's manifested in different ways. Um, Just a little background, if you don't know much about OCD, it can manifest in different ways. It's not, (laughs) I, I feel like it's kind of known now that it's not just obsessive, like, cleaning, you know, even though it's, it's, um, kind of labeled as that, um, especially when I was growing up, I thought OCD just meant you like to clean, but my OCD when I was a child actually manifested the opposite way, and I was a literal hoarder, and I would collect everything because I thought if I got rid of certain things and something bad would happen, that's kind of the premise of OCD is you think that you're it's just about control. It's obsessive, um, compulsive disorder. And it's about you thinking that you have control over everything in your life. And that if you do certain things, everything has a, you know, a result of your actions. So it took me a while to realize that, you know, if I threw away that receipt from nine years ago, then my, you know, I I wouldn't die or (laughs) whatever I thought was going to happen. And it, Um, had to do with a lot of therapy to get out of that. And yes, I, I also, you know, did those things where I had to, you know, touch the light switch a certain way or have the, you know, like remote volume on a certain level and, and stuff like that. And it really did get up to a point when I realized that it was not normal and I, I needed to kind of, um, you know, get a little assistance in that area. And that was when I kind of saw all the different areas it manifested as I grew up. And in my eating disorder, it was all about control as well. I thought that if other areas in my life I couldn't have control over, then I could have control over my eating and I can control that area of my life because I was trying to kind of let go of this my OCD tendencies from growing up and they were just feeding into different areas of my life and I thought I was getting better in one area when in reality everything was the same. It was just, you know, kind of getting dispersed over different areas instead of all being in one, if that makes sense. So that's a little bit of background of my 
history with control and needing control. And that's kind of what I am getting into today is letting God take control is easy when things are going our way. But then when things get hard, it's really difficult to really let God can take the control and, and feel at peace. And I think really once I graduated college, that was when I had this moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I have absolutely zero control over my life. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what job I'm getting. I don't know what city I'm moving to. I don't know anything that's coming next. And it was terrifying on one hand because I was still fighting to just grasp that control and and take a hold of it when in reality I never had the control. It was was just an illusion the entire time. But now it was just kind of coming to the forefront that I didn't have this control and I didn't know what to do with it. I don't know. It it was just very, almost an outer body experience. And I, I know that might sound a little dramatic to someone who doesn't have control issues. And if you don't, I envy you. I think you're one of the few of <laughs> the billions of people who don't have that issue. And yeah, I, I just felt beside myself. I didn't know what to do. And I just, if I didn't have control over my life, I just didn't know what. And let me elaborate after I finish this point, but I didn't know what the point was. I was, I was just sitting there like, okay, if I, if I can't control my life, then, then what's the point? And again, I know that sounds very dramatic and I'm not saying that in a way of, I didn't know what the point of living was. I just more so I'm saying that in a way of, I just didn't know what the point of, of everything was. What was, what was the point of, of working? What was I working to if I didn't have this next step aligned and, and put in a plan? And yeah, I just, I think about you know, the Bible verse, Proverbs 3, 5, of course, one of the most notorious Bible verses ever, which is trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. So this Bible verse is one of those Bible verses that you hear a billion and one times. So it kind of really loses its meaning, I guess. And I don't know if that's like (laughs) bad to say, but you know, you hear it day in and day out. So you don't really stop to think what that really means but it took me this kind of past not past I'm in this season this current season of my life where I really started to understand what it meant to not lean on your own understanding you know if if I were leaning on my own understanding I would not be sitting in Texas right now with you know, just, I don't, I don't know anyone here. And I, to be honest, I don't know how this happened. I have no idea how I ended up in Austin, but I know that God wants me here because I am here. The way things happen for me to get here were not my own understanding. I, this was not, it's, I, I get very flustered when I talk about it because I can't explain it. 
five months ago, I had not a single thought in my head that I would end up in Austin. Not one. And even I would dare say that a month ago, sure, I was kind of loosely saying, oh, you know, I'm planning kind of on going to Austin. We'll see. I really didn't think I would come here. I was telling people I would come here because again, there was just kind of the seed planted in my head that was kind of like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to Austin. I didn't have a job lined up and I didn't really have any reason to come down here whatsoever, but here I am. And so I don't know what God's plan is for me here, but I know he has one for me because I'm here and it's not by my own doing and it's not by my own understanding. And it, it was completely out of my control. And that was just what was so different for me was it just didn't really feel like my choice, but it was because it it felt so sound when I kind of went along with, okay, I am going down to Austin. It just, I felt so at peace about it. There has never been a moment and and when I'm recording this, this is my first day here. I feel completely at at peace. I don't, I mean, again, it's my first day, so I'm sure I will have moments of homesickness. I'm sure I'll have moments of just second guessing all the things, I'm sure. But right now, all things considered, I feel completely at peace and I feel completely ready to see where God leads me in this next stage. And I think that's kind of what goes into just trusting God with everything is I don't need to know what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. And that's kind of the premise of a lot of what God tells us in the Bible is we don't need to know that. He knows that. So why do we need to worry about three years from now, two years from now, one year from now, even even next week when he knows what's going to happen? We just need to be here and in the moment and let it come as it comes. And again, I think that has just been something my entire life that I've had a difficult time with. And if anything, me coming down to Austin has really taught me that I don't need to know what's coming in the next week, in the next month, in the next day even. I just need to know where I am right now stay grounded in that and give everything to God and trust him. And that has brought me the most peace of everything. And once I started doing that, that's when I realized that my OCD has healed a lot because I've let go of that control and that desire to have control. My eating disorder has healed a lot because... I let go of that control and that desire to have control. And I know that is kind of simplifying a lot of things. And I'm I'm not trying to say that <laughs> you're just going to be healed of all of your problems if you just kind of decide in your head that you're just going to let go of control and let God take the reins. I am not completely perfect in that. I never will be but I am continuing to work on it every day and I'm excited to see where it takes me 
and I'm excited to see how it grows me as a person, honestly. And I was reading this article kind of talking about this topic as a whole, and they brought up a really good point that I feel like I have been at for a while, and it just says, you know, the real reason why letting go and letting God take control of our life can be difficult is because, you know, we we don't know where it's going to end up, and that scares us. We trust God up to a point. You know, we, we run towards him when things are hard, but only up to a point. Everything's up to this point of, okay, yeah, God, we, we trust you, but okay, but if it does this, like, that's just, like, too much. I can't do that. And it's, it's almost like we're saying, like, you know, okay, we trust you, but not if you do this. We trust you, but, but if you do this, that's, we can't do that. Everything is almost, you know, it's pull and push, push and pull. (laughs) That's the thing. (laughs) Everything's push and pull with what we are saying that we trust him with. And I feel like that's where I've been, especially recently, is, you know, I'm saying, okay, I, I trust in you, God, but, but okay, if this happens, I just can't do that. And I need to, I need to go home if that happens. Or, you know, I, I trust in you. I know things are hard right now, but, but if things get worse, I just don't think I can do much more. You know, something like that. I feel like we all can relate to those conversations with God kind of saying that we trust in him but only a certain amount and I think that's what's so hard about letting go and just giving him complete control is because it takes out all of that it takes out all of the I can only do this much I can only you know have the cap on this and x y and z and and I just think that the main kind of takeaway for everything that I'm saying today is I don't have it figured out. I am still working on it, but this is just something that has just been on my mind recently with the move, with just the massive change of life that is college ending and going into the professional world. I feel like no one really talks about how big that change is. I think it's way harder of an adjustment from high school to college because and I I know some people kind of talk about this is when you go to college everyone's in the same phase of life everyone is going in freshman year they all want to make new friends everyone is either you know going through recruitment or joining this club or starting to work at this place so everyone's kind of in the same exact phase of life we're all super central to each other We are all new to the town freshman year, and we're all looking to make friends. When you graduate college, everyone just disperses. Everyone goes to a thousand different cities, and there is no set way to make friends or meet new people. Sure, when you get a job, you know, sometimes, sometimes there are new hires at the same phase of life, but a lot of times it's rare. If you're joining a company, sometimes you're the only new hire at that time. And everyone has been in the town for a year, two years, five years, ten years. And you're working with people who are newly wedded. You're working with people who have teenagers for kids. And everyone is just in a completely different phase of life. 
And so it's so different to just hop into this new city when it's like no one even knows that you're here. And and that's kind of what I was thinking about when I got here today was, you know, I rolled in and I was just kind of like, okay, nobody has any idea how monumental of a moment this is for me. I have just picked up all my stuff, left my town, drove 11 hours by myself, and am living in a new town. And it's like, no one even knows. No one has any idea that I'm new here. No one has any idea that I just moved like two states over for the first time. And that's what's so hard. That's what's so hard about post-college life is there's no more kind of set out plan for your life. And I think that's where all of these like control issues have been surfacing because it's just really shown me how little control I have and really have had my entire life, but kind of had this illusion going that I did have control. So it's just, it's very interesting time in our lives. And I wanted to talk about it while I'm in it because I know it will pass. And, you know, clearly, you know, the, the post-grad life benefits outweigh the negatives because I just feel like no one really talks about this point that I'm in right now where it's kind of that in-between. So I just wanted to document it while it's happening to kind of show people that, you know, life happens, you're not alone, things are weird post-grad, and yeah, kind of ramble a little bit about everything. I feel like that was a ramble episode, but yeah, like I said, I just wanted to kind of catch my feelings in the moment, but I am just going to end the episode there, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, I know it was kind of a ramble this week, but I hope you guys enjoyed nonetheless, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye!